This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Uh, Brian Barrett, our uh, our guru, our leader. Uh, if you climb to the mountain and technology is at the top of that mountain, he will be sitting up there waiting for you to arrive. And uh, Zane Cantrell's on. And I don't know what you're not an expert on, Zane. I do know that bees are part of the things that you absolutely love and they mean so much to us especially for our future but it's one of the more fun things because I've seen you Greg Tucker so many people that have become uh, part of the bee takeover type business well good morning Truman and good morning Rutherford County how are you doing? Thanks for thanks for reminding me, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you uh, are you campaigning for this show? I I am uh, a very dedicated uh, listener of the Truman Show. But but you're a uh, a great uh, uh, performer when you get on. You might say. <laughs> I mean, you really are. You're a lot of fun, and you're a, a fun guy to be with. And the things that you know about bees uh, goes beyond most of the people that are involved in taking care of something that's special for the environment in our Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. And uh, it, it takes a long time and a lot of work to get to where I guess I am and several other beekeepers in this county. Yeah. At, and many of them you already know. Yes. And, uh, it, we uh, we try to uh, produce a very good crop of honey every year, mm -hmm. plus other things that are related to our bees. And it, it takes time and it takes hard work. And unless you've been involved in beekeeping and know a little about honeybees, you don't realize that. Yeah. Now, I have clover in my yard. And I've seen, uh, this year I've seen a number of bees out there, uh, but not as many as I used to when I was a kid and used to run through the yards. Well, let me explain a little bit of that to you. Um, the clover this year has been really great. It's been, we've had a good clover year. However, the bees have not worked clover like they should have or no. what we expected. And the reason they did not did not is they found nectar at other places. Maple trees, uh, tulip poplars, um, locusts, the white locusts, uh, they, they were blooming in high nectar 
at the time that uh, clover was. So mm -hmm. you didn't see as many of them. The bees were there, but they were just working other things. And I just want to remind you and our audience, the real strength of honeybees is that they will work uh, a particular flower or tree until the nectar is gone. They won't go somewhere else. Yeah. And that's why farmers want you to bring bees to their farm because whatever is, uh, uh, whatever is producing at the time, they want the bees there because like if the bees are working watermelons, they'll work watermelons till the nectar is down. Then they'll go somewhere else. And that's what the uh, farmers like about honeybees. So. Uh, that kind of answers your question about uh, clover. We've had a lot of clover, but they got more nectar from other sources. Now, what has happened to the bee population? Because I see very little of that going on in my particular area. Yeah, yeah. well, we've we lost over the past few years, we've lost a lot of bees, especially those that go to the, that they move from farm to farm. Mm -hmm. They've lost a lot of that uh, colony. Is, is that because of some of the, uh, a lot of building going on in Rutherford Well, and it, it is a, a number of things. Colony collapse, collapse disorder is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And you move bees around, that stresses them. And you don't know what they're getting into when you move them from field to field and farm to farm. Yeah. You don't know what they're getting into. But however, the the small beekeeper like myself, the mm -hmm. hobbyist, I call myself the hobbyist beekeeper. I'm a hobbyist. I don't I'm not sound a, like full time to me. Well, it's it's a lot of hard work, but yeah. you don't don't do a lot of production. Uh, for example, I've already pulled my uh, spring honey. Well, it sold out within two or three days, but I don't have a lot of it. And I was going to say, I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, honey in jars uh, yeah. in the last year or two. Well, local honey is just now coming into uh, production. Okay. You, you have people like Jerry Jones, uh, Robert Burns, Tom Hartley, uh, and, and people like that, that that are just now getting their spring honey mm -hmm. to where it's uh, where they can get it to our customers so it's it's really been slow this year and a lot of reasons behind it is because we've had so much rain yeah. we've really had a tremendous amount of rain this spring so it slowed things down but uh, there uh, there are some uh, local beekeepers now that you can find some honey with them but it's not going to last long because the production is just not as uh, widespread as it has been in the past. And it may be because <laughs> we didn't it's have... It's not the heat, though. No. I don't... Well, the heat... Honeybees really love the heat. Mm -hmm. When the humidity gets up, it gets up into 90 degrees. I get away from them mm -hmm. <laughs> and let them do their own things. But the heat doesn't bother them. They love that. And, they, and, and that brings to the question of uh, producing honey. When I go into my hives and I look at uh, a frame, I want to make sure that all of those frames are capped. I don't pull any frames unless they're capped. Mm -hmm. Now, when the, the honeybee caps it, that means that there's not uh, a lot of moisture in your honey. You don't want a lot of moisture in your honey. So that's 
one of the reasons that I uh, encourage everybody, if you want honey, get it from a local beekeeper because you know that they're producing it correct. Yeah. And nothing else is mixed with it. And it's, if you have allergies, it's great for your allergies. Well, you know it is. That's one of the reasons. And, and it's unusual that you brought this up at this time. I'd just like to point out a few things that honey, that you get out of honey that a lot of people don't realize. It's got a lot of vitamins mm -hmm. and minerals in it. And I'll yeah. just talk about one. We all, doctors recommend that we get a lot of the BI, BI vitamins, all right? Well, honey has a lot of the B vitamins in mm -hmm. it. And it's got a lot of uh, minerals in it as well. But there's one thing, it has an antioxidant in it that you can't get in any other product wow. except honey. Now, what does that do? Well, it helps protect us. It, give, it, it in, increases the viability of our immune system. So that helps us to fight off disease. So instead of taking these stupid shots, will you just go and get a get a uh, a, a big old spoonful of honey and and, uh, and take it in? Well, I, re I recommend a teaspoon a day. A teaspoon. Just a teaspoon, at least a teaspoon well, a day. That's not very much. No, it's not much, but you don't have to have a that's lot. That's not enough to have for your biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I put more than that on my biscuits. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Now, also, you you know, you talked about allergies. Yeah. Well, if you have allergies that are related to trees and, and uh, grass, you know, the floral outside, mm -hmm. well, it will help. Well, there's no question about that. It will yeah. help in those kind of allergies. But if you have an allergy to your dog or your cat or some other thing, mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't help you there. But it will help you in the other areas that we just talked about. Mm -hmm. Also, honey is honey and wax is used in all kinds of products now. Yeah. I candles, mean, candles, candles, yeah, big thing, big candles, yeah. uh, 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 makeup that ladies use, uh, lip balm. Also, uh, it it's a protective coat you know on, on a lot of cheese that you get those cheese rounds mm -hmm. that has wax on the outside that's what that is wow. protecting it so you know we we can talk about a lot of things that honeybees produce that we don't realize and in everyday operation of ourselves mm -hmm. that that product the honeybee is the only creature that makes that kind of product that uh, helps mankind. So we've, we've got a tie-in to our honeybees to keep them healthy and keep them viable and keep them working uh, as, as we have. Now, now, all that rain now and the heat and everything that goes mm -hmm. with it uh, in, in a year like we're having right now, my trees have just exploded. And, and the you can look at from the road to my house. You can't hardly see my house anymore because they've grown faster than any time I've ever seen, and the blossoms are out all over the place. Now, that looks like that would be uh, a positive thing for the, the bees. Well, it would be, and it is. Uh, the uh, uh, 
sap that comes from the trees. Yeah. They love that. They get that and they make that into some, some of the best tasting honeys that you, you have ever tasted. Yeah, the maple trees are doing well. This yeah, year. especially maple trees. Yeah. And uh, the bees are still working some on the maple trees. I've noticed that. Mm -hmm. um, the, uh, the, the bees, they will go to wherever the nectar is, the highest uh, point of nectar. Mm -hmm. that is out there and that's what they're working and they'll work that as long as that nectar is up so uh it, you have an it's an education process dealing with bees and uh when you get a, a lot of people that have the beehives and you get them together uh that's a learning experience for everybody isn't it yes it is and uh the tennessee beekeepers association is uh an organization that's dedicated to seeing that education of, uh, of honey products, uh, honeybees, and uh, honey is, uh, is pushed forward in this state. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Tennessee Beekeepers Association will have its fall conference right here in River City, right wow. here in Murfreesboro. And it is a big thing. We have Right now, we have close to 2,000 members, dedicated members yeah. out there. Now, there's more beekeepers than that, mm -hmm. but we have at least 2,000 members that will be converging on Murfreesboro. That is October the 8th and 9th. Mm -hmm. It'll be at Middle Tennessee State University at the new Student Union Building. Wow. The first floor, you know, they've got all of these food uh, categories where you can get you a lunch or a breakfast and then on the second floor that will have all of the educational programs going on. Mm -hmm. Truman, we have at least 40 classes now set up. Good night. 40 classes. We have 35 speakers mm -hmm. that are coming in here from all over the southeastern United States. So it's just not Tennessee. It's just not Tennessee. Yeah. We'll have all of these people coming in. Mm -hmm. Let me talk about the keynote, uh, keynote speakers. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of each day, this is on a Friday and on a Saturday, at the beginning of each day, we'll have a keynote speaker that'll speak for about 35, 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And the uh, first one is Chris and Becky Warner, who is who are owners of the Indian Summer Honey Farm in Wisconsin? Wow, they will be the, one of the keynote speakers. That, that's pretty special for to come down here from Wisconsin. Yes, it is to take and, part in that. And the other keynote speaker is uh, Gary Ruder, who is the, from the University of Minnesota, mm -hmm. the agricultural lab. Yeah. Now I think it's important for us to understand. These universities and colleges have a whole area dedicated to understanding the honeybee and how it works and how they produce the honey and wax yeah. and, and pollinate. It's very important. And let, let me point out one thing. About a third of every bite of food that we eat is due to the pollination of honeybees. One third. That's amazing. That is. Now, you know, and take this forward. If we didn't have our honeybees, who would be doing that? Yeah. We don't have anything else on this face of the earth 
that can pollinate the way honeybees do. So that's one of the big reasons that we see all of this study that's going on in uh, assuring that the honeybees stay healthy and viable. So uh, it's strange for those northern areas yeah. to be taking such a major part in that. You, you think of most of that would be occurring down in the southern part of the country. But it's all over this country. Yeah. It's, everybody recognizes how important it is. Several million dollars to the economy in the state of Tennessee alone yeah. just for the agricultural benefit by the honeybees. So you can see why that's very important. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's important to recognize that we're going to have this conference right here in Murfreesboro, mm -hmm. and we're going to have all of these people. You talk about 40 classes that are going on, and this is for everything from the beginning beekeeper to the more advanced. You can choose whichever classes you want to. You have to register. We, we, you know, we have to know how many people are coming mm -hmm. to make sure that we have uh, made plans for all of them. So you can go online at the Tennessee Beekeepers Association, and you can find all the information about registering that you want to. You don't have to be a member of TBA to register to go. Yeah. You know, if somebody's just interested, I'd like to go out there while it's here in Murfreesboro. Yeah. And some of the thinking behind this of having it here, Murfreesboro, remember, is the, is the dedicated center of Tennessee. Yes. So it's easier for everybody to get to Murfreesboro. We have all of these interstates coming in through here. So it's going to be an economic booster for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County with all these people here. And I'll tell you one other thing, a little story about that. My wife, Diana, always goes with me. It's been at Cookville for the past three, four or five years. Yeah. And she would go with me. Well, I'd go to the meetings and she'd go shopping. Well, this year. Or sewing. Yeah, or whatever. Or knitting, I think they call it. <laughs> the knits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, this year, she's, I've registered her for the conference. Mm -hmm. So she's going to go to classes, take notes and the, the ones that I don't get to, and I'll take notes, and we can share those notes. Mm -hmm. So both of us are going to go to the conference this year. So It's such a vital uh, thing for the health uh, of mankind yeah. w when you get right down Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. So it, it, is that why there's so much research being done right now well, as far as studying the bees? Yeah, uh, We've probably learned more about honeybees in the last 10 to 15 years than we have all of the time in the past. Yeah. I'm not saying that the old timers didn't know a lot about honeybees, mm -hmm. but they didn't know the specifics that we know today, why they do things and how they communicate. We've learned all of that, and it's important for us to understand as much as we can about the honeybee and how it operates and how, it, uh, how they function in, in especially changing environment, changing societies like we have. You mentioned one thing, a lot of, uh, lot of building that's going on. Yeah. Well, honeybees have to adjust to that. There's more parking lots, there's more houses 
There, there are more things like that. There are more swimming pools. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, that it's just something that uh, they, they have to learn. And we can help them. We can mm -hmm. help honeybees, by the way, to, to adjust to the kind of uh, environment that we're in. Now, remember, about eight or ten years ago, our honeybees, all of them, were disappearing. And it mm -hmm. was and not only that, bumblebees and other bees were disapp disappearing. That was some type of uh, little pest that was uh, attaching itself to the bees, from yeah. what I can remember. Yeah, uh, we've, we've uh, learned how to uh, handle that better now. Yeah. Uh, Mites get on the bees and yeah, they, that was it. they weaken them, yeah. and a virus will kill them after that. Yeah. Also, we have to be careful about chemicals. Now, I don't use any chemicals on my bees or whatsoever, so how do I treat them for mites? Well, there are tried and true methods uh, to do that. Yeah. Uh, you, I, I do put powdered sugar on them different times of the year. You sprinkle a little powdered sugar on them. Mm -hmm. Now, as soon as you do that, boy, you have to close them up because they get pretty mad about that. And But what they do is they start grooming each other, cleaning all the powdered sugar off. Yeah. So they tear off the mites by doing that. Ah. So <laughs> that helps. Also, this time of the year, August, these small beetles that uh, came from some other country and got here, small mm -hmm. hive beetles. Yeah. They start coming in in August. Well, I put beetle traps out on mine at the top. Beetle traps? Yes. There are little traps that I put uh, cooking oil in. Mm -hmm. The uh, bees, they can't pick them up because they had a concave back to them, you know, rounded back, and they can't sting them because of that, but they can't chase them out of the hive and into these beetle traps. Mm -hmm. They go into the beetle traps, into the cooking oil, and they can't get out. That's the end of the beetle. So those are little things that we do, uh, and it takes time to put all of those on the, your hives and also to make sure that they're treated in the right way. And uh, uh, that's another advantage that you get from uh, a beekeeper like myself. You know it's done right. Yeah. You know it's done correct. You've well, got nothing but nectar honey and no chemicals in it. Well, large companies, they can't spend an inordinate time with uh, not spraying for all of these pesticides and things like that. Um, is there any way to make this something as far as doing away with the chemicals, but uh, being able to reach out and protect those particular animals like the bees and other things? Because um, I'm one of these people, I don't like chemicals whatsoever and I think most of us are that way yeah. because they do so much damage to us and we yeah. really don't understand it but you, you look at all the things that are going on the studies of bees can go in so many directions because 
just like we were talking about, and, and you mentioned it, that you need to have the, the honey that comes from your area because it, it uh, will reach out to you as far as your allergies and things like that. So probably uh, the hives in Minnesota and Wisconsin, would they not be able to affect us in a positive way like our own bees do right well, here? Well, if you're looking just at uh, allergies, they, uh, they recommend that you try to get honey within 10 to 15 miles of where you live. Yeah. And most of my hives are right just on the border of uh, the city of Murfreesboro. So it pretty well covers all anybody that lives in Murfreesboro. I'm one of the few beekeepers that can make that claim. So, and and then we have- Are most lot, of them out in the country, the beekeepers? Yes, they're out, right. out further out. Yeah. So I have one right off of Thompson Lane mm -hmm. and another one on the Lebanon Highway, right at the uh, uh, border of uh, Murfreesboro. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, if you live in Murfreesboro, uh, you can pretty well get uh, honey that will help you with your allergies. But outside of that, you talk about all of the other things. Honey in Wisconsin, honey in uh, California, it'll have the same properties. If it's, if it's handled the way I would handle it, in other mm -hmm. words, if it's processed correct, then you'll have good honey for as far as the minerals and the vitamins and the antioxidants are concerned. Mm -hmm. It'll be the same wherever. If you don't need it for allergies, get honey. But, and I tell people this, Truman, if you don't know your honey properties, make sure you know your beekeeper. Is that really that important? It is very important. Okay. And I'll tell you why. We have found a lot of honey in this state that's being sold, uh, that's bought by someone who's selling it but didn't produce it, that has things in it that you wouldn't want to consume. Oh, wow. So be careful. I, I'm not trying to scare anybody about it. Yeah. But be careful. Uh, of of where you get your honey. Make mm -hmm. sure you know it's a local beekeeper. Go to a local beekeeper every time Yeah. when you want to get honey. You don't want to get it with mixed with corn syrup mm -hmm. and other chemicals that you get. And we were talking about chemicals. Yes, the chemical companies do not want to kill our pollinators. Okay, give them yeah. credit for yeah. that. So they are developing chemicals that dissipate quicker. In other words, if you spray it, uh, spray it late in the evening or at night when the bees have gone back to the hives, mm -hmm. by the next morning, most of it will be dissipated, which wouldn't kill the bees. Now, it, and, and let me say this caution. The bees pick up these chemicals. Mm -hmm. It doesn't kill them. They carry it back to the hive. Eventually, the queen is very susceptible to that, mm -hmm. and it kills the queen. So if you're not aware of it, the queen's gone within 30 to 45 days. All of your bees have disappeared. They wow. died out because the queen is not laying new eggs. Yeah. 
to and she has to lay between fifteen hundred a thousand and fifteen hundred eggs a day a day to keep the hive viable and moving forward is, is this message sent, been sent out to all the people in agricultural uh type situations that uh um, produce most of our food. Yeah, the agriculture community is aware of that and they are very uh, cognizant of the problems with spraying and uh, they do notify us like if they're spraying a field for pests, pesticides, mm -hmm. they they should let the beekeeper know and we we do have a way of <laughs> of keeping them in the hive for a day yeah. while that's being sprayed. But another problem we get into, and, and uh, those of you who live in subdivisions, you, won't, you have these companies that come in and tell you, well, we'll spray for mosquitoes and you won't have any mosquitoes around. Well, they come in, they spray your yard all the way around, and for a couple of days you don't see any mosquitoes. But mm -hmm. what happens is down the road here, the mosquitoes are not sprayed. They're there. Mm -hmm. So what they'll do is move into your yard because they, f they sense that all of these pests sense that you've killed off a bunch of them, so it's good picking for them. What so, are they actually spraying? They're, they're spraying an insecticide. It kills any insect. And remember... How harmful are they to us? It, well, that's a good question. Uh, I would say it's very harmful to us, and it's very little benefit. Mm -hmm. You remember the uh, cities used to spray up and down the roads all the time? I remember it well. It just uh, it, it, uh, nothing but a big fog wherever yeah. they were yeah. doing it. and it had kerosene in it and other yeah. things, yeah. insecticides. Like, uh, but anyway, it, if they found out that didn't work, it didn't do it. If you have a mosquito problem, make sure there's no standing water around your house. Mm -hmm. Little, It just... A minute amount of water, the mosquito can lay an egg and thousands of them come out overnight. So uh, it's, it's something that you can do around your own house is uh, uh, keeping water down. I don't down. do that because mosquitoes do not like me. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> they don't like anybody. They love that blood. Oh, they don't even like my blood for some reason. <laughs> Uh, maybe I've got a, a you know, m maybe all these doctors that are dealing with the pandemic, they need to come in and check my blood and see what in the world is in there. Because it, uh, there are a lot of people that are just not, uh, I do have bad allergies now, and that's one, one thing that I love to stick with when it comes to bees right now, because bees do actually help what's going on yeah. with your system yes a, it does. A, a lot of ways yeah. and I, I would encourage you to at least take a teaspoon of honey a day and i think it would help you you know you're how far do i live from you not very far see uh by the crow flies it's less greg than, tucker is probably maybe five miles from me so well, i'm get, within you, the i'm within that limit yeah get some honey from greg tucker yeah if he'll let me have some. Yeah, he will. Yeah. Well, you can buy it, can't you? Can't you afford to buy a few, a little bit of honey from him? What if I go buy his lunch every once in a while? Would that, <laughs> that help? That might, that might help a little bit. Yeah. 
I think it would help you. You know your critics say you're cold-blooded anyway. Well, so. they're right. I am. That's why mosquitoes don't have anything to do with me. Everybody's got a, a, a certain personality. I have never seen it come to bear as much as it has in the last 12 years in this country. Uh, personalities are taking over people's ability to think. It, it really has. I mean, I'm just totally blown away by it. But you've got... Uh, You've got a lady coming on. Yes, we on do. The show here. You know, I found out. Uh, you know, Howard Kerr is the president of uh, TBA, Tennessee Bee Coopers uh, Keepers Association. Mm -hmm. And I might mention uh, uh, Keith Elrod is president. Yeah, is a president of the Rutherford County Beekeepers yeah, Association. Yeah. And uh, his mama used to work with me. Yeah, sure, you know them very well. Can be. Yeah, and Keith is going to be. This is the first time I can ever remember that a beginner's class. In other words, if you want to get into beekeeping, mm -hmm. he'll be teaching a beginner's class at the conference this mm -hmm. year. So Keith Elrod, who probably knows as much as anybody in He's the sharp boy, he yeah, really is in the state of Tennessee mm -hmm. about beekeeping. And also, remember, he's, he's also a very fundamental trainer of uh, the fire department for Murfreesboro Fire Department. Yeah, yeah so he is. He's, uh, he's really a very talented young man. So if you're interested in getting into beekeepers, beekeeping, this would be an opportunity for you to really sign up for his classes. I yeah. think we've got to take a break. No, we've got a caller on the line. Oh, okay. Well, you, let's You misunderstood the hint. The, yes, the, I the did. The little clue I sent you. Caller, welcome aboard with Zane Cantrell. Yeah, I was up in Great Falls, Montana a couple of years ago. That's about 100 miles from Canada, 30 miles to the Rocky Mountains. And they got companies up there that uh, come around and lease your land and put their hives on it. And they have a whole, like, 20 or 30 in one field there, and they pay the ranchers for it. I just wondered if you'd heard wow. of that situation. Well, we That's do that. Yeah, yeah, we do that. Thanks for calling, by the way. I appreciate that very much. Um, we do have uh, a number of beekeepers that move their uh, hives into farmers' fields. And uh, there's no exchange of money on this. They they happy to do that. I don't move mine around personally. I've got two good two different places that I keep mine. But I do know a, a lot of our beekeepers who have anywhere from two or three hundred hives to uh, down to seventy five. They do the, they do that, and they're uh, it's a good relationship between the farmer and the beekeeper. So uh, I, I do uh, understand that. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Zane Cantrell. Yard Sale in Smyrna has a new location. It's Sean with the Yard Sale store, and we have a brand new mega store. Hello, Yard Sale customers. My name is Tito of the Yard Sale store. The new location of Yard Sale in Smyrna will be open this Friday. The Yard Sale Store has everything from home goods to automotive things, furniture, office items, stuff for hobbyists, 
and more. The new yard sale mega store in Smyrna at 111 Enon Springs Road West. You come see me, Tito. Adams Place Retirement Community is a part of National Healthcare Corporation. In 1971, the founder, Dr. Carl Adams, had a vision to provide higher quality health care for seniors. His dream was to create a campus concept that offered in-house services for residents as they age with different needs. Call 615-904-7100 and schedule a tour. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Heritage South Community Credit Union is giving back to our community. During August, we are donating $50 to the school or teacher of your choice when you are approved for a loan. Combined with our great loan specials, there's never been a better time to move your loan to Heritage South. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to learn more. Remember, at Heritage South, we help when others won't. Only on certain loan types. Restrictions apply. Hey, gentlemen, it's Scott. Make your health a priority with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center. You know, they exclusively specialize in men's wellness, and they follow strict medical guidelines for your health and safety. And they are one of the leading men's medical providers in the entire country. Low T Center has literally reinvented the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone. It all starts with an annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment so you know all of the numbers important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, notice weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $135 a month, self-pay, or covered by most health insurance. Book your annual wellness exam today. Go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. A bipartisan bill introduced by a Tennessee Republican is designed to help protect Americans from being scammed. Congressman David Kustoff has joined Democratic Congresswoman Deborah Ross of North Carolina to introduce legislation creating stricter penalties for harassing robocalls. Congressman Kustoff urged a swift package of the Do Not Call Act to put an end to scams and predatory robocalls. About 150 students at Trousdale County High School are in quarantine after being exposed to COVID-19. Officials say a teacher reported symptoms over the weekend. Contact tracing dated back to 48 hours prior to symptoms prompted the quarantine of students coming in contact with the teacher last week. In addition, 30 students at Jim Satterfield Middle School were quarantined this week when a student tested COVID positive. As teachers and students prepare to return to the classroom, the Laverne Police Department is reminding drivers to be extra cautious in school zones and near school buses and bus stops. To keep school zones and students safe, there'll be extra patrols in Laverne school zones during school commuting hours for the first few weeks of school. Officers will be keeping a special eye out for driving violations like distracted driving, speeding, and reckless driving. 
Murfreesboro has been labeled as the number six best city for outdoor movies. Lawn Love has ranked over 150 of the largest U.S. cities to determine the best cities for outdoor movie showings. The National Lawn Care Company looked at several key metrics in cities with 100,000 residents or more all across the country to decide which cities were the best cities to watch movies outside. In ranking Murfreesboro's number six on the list, they looked at the average yard square footage, audio and video rental availability in the area, and audio and video stores in the area. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. Ow, that hurts. What is that? It must be the mosquitoes. Why are they swarming around us? Because you set up our tent next to a pond. Oh, I need something for these bites. How about the summer instant games from the Tennessee Lottery? If you win, maybe the next place we vacation won't be next to a pond. Hey, can you scratch this for me? Your back? No, the ticket. Play the summer instant games with chances to win up to $1 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. You'd be amazed to learn what one Tennessee lottery ticket can lead to. For you, it could be lucky, but for others, it could open the door to so much more. With more than $6 billion raised for education, the Tennessee Lottery has proudly funded over 1.5 million scholarships and grants. That means, on average, more than 130,000 Tennesseans every year continue their education just because you played. The Tennessee Education Lottery, game-changing, education-benefiting fun. Skies become mostly sunny here this afternoon, high into the upper 80s. Southwest winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy skies and a low near 67. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 65. Classic kid movies are back this summer at Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. $5 tickets include admission, drink, popcorn, and candy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for classic kid movies all summer. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Mr. Zane Cantrell. And, uh, you know, Zane, we were talking about something that, um, you know, life is short. <laughs> and you really need to enjoy it and quit listening to all this other crap. Just go out and enjoy your life. And, uh, you know, we, we have a preset time probably already set up for when we're going to leave. And we were talking about old Murfreesboro. And I can remember as we were losing each one, it really bothered me, the people that have made this area such a special place. And now we're old Murfreesboro. Yeah. And and it, was, it seemed like a blink of an eye, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And I never thought that I would... Uh be classified as old Murfreesboro, but I guess I am. But you stay busy, and that's important. Is in your life, uh, keep your keep yourself physically and mentally uh, operated on each yeah. day of the of the that you have in your life. That's right, and enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I served uh, 12 years on the county commission. Yeah, I'm still uh, chair of the board of zoning and appeals for Rutherford County. That's uh, I, I never worried about your vote. 
I really didn't. <laughs> you you analyzed everything that came across your desk, and, and you made great decisions with it. Well, I appreciate you saying that. You you did an outstanding job as sheriff during those years that I was there. We worked together, and I supported the uh, law enforcement in every way that I possibly could as a yeah. county commissioner. Uh, it it and uh, when we look at Hoopers. And the uh, old timers down there. What a great place! It's a great place. Yeah. Super supply. If you yeah. folks, if you've never been down there, you ought to stop by, because places like that are slowly eroding away in yeah. our community. And they've meant so much to our community over yes. the years. Yes. And uh, the people that uh, we've known, who uh, have been in other areas, uh, people like Bubba Woodfin. Yeah. Oh, uh, Myers Parsons. And you talk about it. They were down there every morning. Yeah. Hoopers. Yeah. And uh, Bruce welcomes everybody. Yes, he anybody does. that comes in. They're they're just outstanding people, at there and uh, some. It's, of, it's in the winter time. They've got a fireplace. That's going, right. And they have <laughs> coffee and they, yeah. they they just want you to come in and, and enjoy each other's company that's that, right that, that's a special they're thing. not trying to sell you anything they just they are welcoming yeah. uh, anyone from murfreesboro and it's a good start for all of us yeah. to remember things like that if you want to know the real history of rutherford county and murfreesboro just go there yeah <laughs> but i remember bubba bubba woodfin could sit there and uh I, I, it was almost sitting at the feet of my grandmother when I sit there, and she'd tell me all the history mm -hmm. that went on here in, in Rutherford County, and it was almost like that. He, yeah, and he, Greg he, Tucker's down there from time to oh, time. Oh, gosh, yes. And you get Greg talking about all of the history that's gone on mm -hmm. in Murfreesboro. It's it's just phenomenal to, to be there at the feet of these people yeah. that have uh, grown up and lived here all their lives and uh, know so much about the changes that have occurred in Murfreesboro. Yeah. And so many of them have passed away now. We still yeah. have a few there, but uh, I would encourage anybody, if you have a chance, to stop by there. I got a feeling that all of those that have gone on, passed away, are still sitting in there and <laughs> listening to what's being talked about over well, there. Well, we'd like to think that that is true, but, yeah. it, you know, it's uh, wishful thinking on our part. But anyway, they left a legacy there yeah. that will never be forgotten. Yes, they did. Yeah. All right, now you've got a lady. Tell me who the lady is. All right, we, uh, we've talked about the uh, conference that's coming in here. Mm -hmm. And it's the conference, the Tennessee Beekeepers Association conference has been in Cookville for years and years. Yeah. And I'm so pleased, and so many other folks are too, that it's going to be at MTSU. Mm -hmm. And I found out uh, that the lady that's organized this, mm -hmm. the pusher behind it, is Andrea Porter. And uh, Andrea is a very fine Tennessee Beekeeper Association member, mm -hmm. and she is the mastermind of all of this that's going to go on. And uh, August the 19th, mm -hmm. I'm going to be back here, and I'm okay. going to bring her with me, August the 19th, mm -hmm. to be on the Truman Show. This will be the only time, the first time, that she has come to... Uh, uh, the Truman Show mm -hmm. to uh, talk about 
the conference. And she has a lot of inside information on how this came about, how it was brought here, and how it can be sustained here. So uh, we're, I'm really looking forward to having her on your show uh, where you can really get some inside information ahead of time mm -hmm. about the conference. How long will the, com the conference take part here in Murfreesboro? How, uh, how, will this be a week-long uh, group of sitting there and uh, enjoying each other's information or how, well, how is that going well they they'll the members will come in probably on a thursday yeah and uh the conference is uh friday and saturday okay and then they'll probably leave on sunday sometime so you you've got to so you've got a lot of people there coming in right. and staying at the uh, hotels and that's motels right. that's and right and enjoying restaurants. the restaurants and, yeah. and, and and seeing what our community is like yeah because the the community here sells itself that's right and uh i think uh, restaurant people and uh, the people who uh, uh have hotels and motels need to be prepared for it. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's really an exciting experience, I think, to have this many beekeepers to, to come in. So many positive people yeah. there, and, and they want to share their information. And not them. only that, uh, not only just the beekeepers, I might point out there will be a number of vineyard, venues, uh, people who sell products like mm -hmm. beekeeping beekeeping products mm -hmm. that will be here as well vendors that's what i'm trying to say it'll be a lot of beekeeper vendors that where will they be set up they'll be set up uh in the same building probably at mtsu at mtsu the uh, student union building they'll be in the, our same one as us but they'll probably be set out in the hallways and they'll have their booths in the hallways so you can go and check out so the newest items mm -hmm. in beekeeping they'll have it there usually when you order beekeeping supplies you have to pay a, a, a shipping charges on it mm -hmm. so that'll be an opportunity for you to get it and they usually have it at a discounted price mm -hmm. and you can get it without paying the all of that uh, postage to have things mailed to you. So yeah. it, those are beekeepers who might not be able to uh, be there for both days, could come in and look at what the vendors have. And it, it should be, uh, like I say, some of the most exciting things that are going on that we've never seen in Murfreesboro before. Now, what what exactly are the supplies that they will be bringing? Well, it, Is this mostly for beekeepers? To be able to utilize yes these are this is equipment that you have to have to uh -huh. be a good uh, steward of yeah. your honeybees you know they have specialized equipment mm -hmm. and all of it's there everything from the mm -hmm. veil that you put on protective mm -hmm. gloves you don't use one do you yes i do you do yeah i don't think i don't think greg uses one well i do <laughs> i don't want him <laughs> to get caught in my hair even though i keep it short yeah, that can happen. But here's the thing about honeybees: if if they get upset, you get into them, they're upset. Mm -hmm. They're going to go for your face because they feel that oxygen that's that you're breathing there. Yeah. 
So you you don't want to put yourself at risk of hold being your, hold your breath. Yeah, being hit in the eyes or somewhere like yeah. that. So well, did, he, yeah. he's he's got his little granddaughter out there and and his son mm -hmm. and uh, it, they have such a wonderful family because they all do everything together, mm -hmm. which is pretty darn special when you think about. Well, it. then you when you're uh, working with your bees, you need a lot of help. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's well. Well, how about the parking? That's going to be uh, well. That well, is, that is something we need to talk to Ms. Porter about because that that's a big deal. That is the only drawback that I can think of over there. Everything else, the facility, everything is wonderful. So I wonder what what they've uh, what they're going to do with the parking. Yeah. So we've got. You would to be, think that they would set an area just strictly for them as they well, come in. Well, now, how many of them are coming in? Well, we we have we can have up to two thousand, easily. But I don't think we'll have that many. Yeah. But I do expect that since it's here in Murfreesboro, it is uh, easy for everyone to get to it. We're going to have a record crowd this year. Yeah. Plus, all of the beekeepers here in Murfreesboro and people that are interested in getting into beekeeping or people that won't, just want to know more information about it, mm -hmm. this is your chance. As I said, you don't have to be a member of TBA to register for the for this conference, uh, so you could have a lot of local people that's here right. that's that right. would come over. That would uh, that's going to be an, an amazing situation. Yeah, and I expect that's going to happen. That we'll have a lot. We, of local. I, I I need to ask Miss Porter when when she's here with us, uh, what exactly what plans are being made to make sure that everything's accessible for them without any problem. Yeah. Those are the kind of details and the reason that I want her to be here since she is the driving force, the coordinator of this conference, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. she's, she's the top person that we need to talk to. So we'll have her, folks, we'll have her here on the 19th to uh, give That's us. That's going to be a great show. Yeah, it is. And I'm looking forward to it and I'm excited about it. So uh, uh, I think that this is going to be wonderful. Now, Truman, that is not the only thing that's going on. We've got a lot of things that are going on in Murfreesboro, and I'm, I'm excited also to talk about a little bit about adventures in learning. That's one adventure I never have been able to take part in. Yeah. Uh, I never learn anything wherever I go. <laughs> I try my best, but it just doesn't stay with me anymore. Yeah, well, well, we'll try to do but, it. But I enjoy uh, listening to yeah. it. I really do. Well, we'll try to do a better job this year. Yeah, Greg's pounded it in my head, so I, I, I've learned a lot from him already. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we have a uh, uh, Our, 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 our uh, uh, space people. Do we have our two space people going to be there? Space people? Who's yeah, that? The people who have been uh, from this you know, area that have been in that. Hoot, Hoot Gibson. He was not such a great, he was a great cowboy, but he was better when he went up in a rocket. Yeah, I, I think that's a good uh, uh, suggestion. Mm -hmm. Now, we have uh, Judge Steve Daniel who will be great here. Great judge. Yes. Had some really great trials that he yeah. oversaw. And he's uh, going to be here and making a presentation. Yeah. And uh, we also have uh, 
a number of people from the bookshelf that'll be talking about uh, books that they have written. And so we do have some authors now that are going to Tell me be. again about the bookshelf. Okay, we have like Michael uh, Bishop, who's mm -hmm. talking about one of his uh, uh, books on uh, uh, scandals that have taken place. Here? Yes, in Middle Tennessee. We have had scandals in Rutherford. Yes, we have. You know better than that. Philip Robinson, mm -hmm. uh, Ken Vanderpool. Mm -hmm. That's a couple of others that are going to be here. Yeah. Now, Dr. John Austin Hinkle who is a uh, pastor of uh, First Presbyterian Church. Mm -hmm. He'll have a presentation. He's going to talk about scandals? Yes, he will. He, he knows a lot about it. Well, bless his heart. Preachers get the, all the inside information about scandals. Well, uh, schedule me for that one, because I want to <laughs> listen. You probably know a few of those tales yourself. I keep my mouth shut on those. <laughs> uh, you remember Dr. Ralph Fullerton? Yes, remember well. MTSU? Yeah. Uh, he's going to be talking about the German High Command in World War II. Mm -hmm. These people were uh, something that, you know, forget about Hitler, but talk about... How can you forget Hitler? Yeah, well, we but... The German High Command was uh, probably the uh, the driving force, both uh, with the uh, uh, army in Germany, and they they're probably the best army that, at that time in the world. So uh, we'll until, until until they hacked off the United States. That's right. Then we, the, <laughs> uh, J Japan and yeah, Germany. Yeah, they they awoke the the giant. The sleeping giant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, if you uh, have some, inf you need more information or more practice about your uh, smartphone, mm -hmm. we'll have uh, Amy Jaramella who will be teaching that. I'm lost in that. We all need more information I about I do, but it won't stay with me. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Frank B., a medical doctor, Will Is he going to be at the beekeepers, I think? No, he's, oh. he's going to be at Adventures in Learning. Oh, okay. Uh, medical doctor. He's, uh, he's very knowledgeable uh, about plagues that have occurred in the past. And I think it's oh, time. I, I don't want to even <laughs> be close to I that. No, it did scare us to death. No, 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 I've heard enough of that. Okay, and just, uh, just your own Greg Tucker. Yeah. Everything you ever wanted to know about the history of Murfreesboro and Rutherford mm -hmm. County, he knows it. He's got it down pat. Greg he Tucker. He's written, I don't know how many books, and I have read all of them. And it, he, he's uh, involved in something with that uh, involves his dad right now, because his dad was a great pilot during World War II and the Black Sheep Squadron. And what a great uh, uh, bunch they were. They were just very, very special, and everything he writes, you'll read five or six times because you can't put it down, and you want, it's like you, when you watch a great movie, mm -hmm. you want to watch it again and again and again, mm -hmm. and, and uh, I, his books are that way, and uh, I wish he uh, had written the book with the knowledge that um, uh, the writer of the uh, book about J. Edgar Hoover that just came out. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, 
I will read that thing five or six times because it just absolutely infatuates me about how little of the history of J. Edgar Hoover was accurate because he had so much power. But you look at the Bureau now, and I was talking to one of my great friends who was with the Bureau for many, many years. My aunt was with the Bureau. My uncle was with the Bureau uh, during those old times. And it was the most highly regarded law enforcement agency in the world mm -hmm. as long as he was there. And, but he had so much power and control that after he passed away, they started putting all kinds of negative things about him that weren't true. Mm -hmm. And my aunt told me they weren't true, and my uncle told me. And he said, none of this is accurate. They're trying to just ruin his reputation. And that's basically what they were after, especially the media. The media had no control over him. And uh, after all of those years, I'm sitting here reading, and I said, oh, I'm so happy that finally someone is putting out an accurate um, evaluation of what he really was. And th the c this country, we miss that. We miss those type of people that are able to keep the positive thing going in our country. Well, uh, we're, I'm excited that Greg Tucker is coming back again. Me and, too. And he does, he's such an intelligent person. Yes, One he of is. the smartest people that I've ever met. And uh, he'll have a lot of... Uh, good information, uh, discussions that were going on. Mm -hmm. it, it's probably one of the most uh, popular classes that we have. Yeah. And more, uh, everybody really wants to get in there and hear that. And so I'm looking forward to it. And at the end of it, it's, this occurs the first uh, uh, Monday, that starts the first Monday after uh, Labor Day. Mm -hmm. It's on a Mondays. Mm -hmm. And the three Mondays after Labor Day, the Adventures in Learning classes will be there. It is for anyone that's 50 and older. It's more tuned to the uh, 50 and older crowd. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and at the end of the day, it, it starts at 9.30. Mm -hmm. uh, first day, it starts at 9. We have an orientation and mm -hmm. so on. We'd like for everybody to be there by 9 on the first Monday after Labor Day. And uh, this is September the 13th, 20th, and 27th. Mm -hmm. 13th, 20th, and 27th. Mm -hmm. We'd like for you to... Uh, Get registered for Just this. Just on Mondays, then. Yes, it's on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And usually Mondays are slow days. You know, you don't have a lot going on on Mondays. Yeah. So we're, we're looking forward to that. And also, at the end of the day, the last class is going to be at 11, end at 11.45. We'll have a lunch for any of those who'd like to stay. The lunch is $10. Mm-hmm. Includes everything you have. The last time I ate there, it was out of this world. Yeah, Carolyn's Creations. Yeah, is catering it, mm -hmm. and uh, that'll include your uh, drink, your dessert, and your entree. So that's mm -hmm. everything. If you go anywhere and get a good lunch like that for ten bucks, I don't know where you'd find it. So are they serving Dom Perignon wine? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> For ten dollars? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
but anyway, that's uh, not only you have wonderful classes, wonderful teachers, mm -hmm. but you have a great catering service that comes in. Carolyn's Creations, yeah, just wonderful food. It's I mean, it's out of the world. There's nothing else that compares to it, does it? No, that that that, that is. T uh, we didn't have it last year. No, we didn't because of uh, the problem we have of securing a facility yeah. during the pandemic. China messes up in yeah, the, its it laboratories. A lot and things of things. Like but anyway, it's back. It'll be in full force. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about that, as a lot of people are. We've got just so much that's going on. Uh, and uh, uh, it, it, it seems like that uh, there are so many people that are so interested in that. There was a lot of hoopla going on last year because they did not have it. Yeah. And a lot of people were very disappointed. Yeah, it was. And Jeff Henry is uh, heading up the Adventures in Learning this year. Ex-assistant uh, uh, DA. Yes, and yeah. he's... Uh, His family actually had that drugstore out on uh, Woodbury Highway, which it's an extension of, I, I guess yeah. now, of uh, East Main Street. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, Jeff is an attorney himself. He's mm -hmm. retired, I think, now. And so we're glad that he's uh, getting very much involved in uh, adventures in yeah. learning. One thing that I actually love about it is I remember a lot of that history that they're talking about. All the judges that have been up there, I, I remember all of those trials. In fact, we were part of the uh, initiation of ca having those people captured and brought in. And uh, it's, it's just like at the old jail, 400 West Main Street. Yeah. Uh, that was the most popular place in Rutherford County at one time because it had more history in it than any other building. Yeah. You know, I can remember that. I've stopped by there a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, you were the uh, sheriff there, and uh, uh, you probably did a lot of training while you were there. Of course, you remember Ch uh, Craig Snell, and yeah. you remember uh, yeah. Robert Goodwin. Robert Goodwin. Yeah. And uh, the the sheriff before that, I remember him. Bill so, Wilson. Do Bill, you Wilson. Bill Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I, from Bill Wilson on. Yeah. I, I knew all of those. Uh, not that I was in jail or anything, but... <laughs> well, you know, the only person... And he's a very good friend. We played football together, Jimmy Thompson. Yeah. And uh, he was born there, the only one that ever was, mm -hmm. uh, in the history of that jail. And it was on Christmas Day. He was born on Christmas Day. at the uh, And because his dad, Wilkie Thompson, was the sheriff at the time. Mm -hmm. And they, they live back up in that. Uh, yeah, and you section. talk about old Murfreesboro. That's who you're talking about. Yeah. From uh, all the way on. And then Bill Wilson went on to uh, road superintendent. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the road superintendent, <laughs> they they took care of most of the uh, uh, prisoners yeah. back in those days. Yeah. They were misdemeanor prisoners primarily, and they would go out. I can barely remember it, but they actually had balls and chains on prisoners who had worked the roads many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. So it, it was a different world back then. Yeah. And it, it was a normal world, though. That's, that's just the way you brought up. You didn't think anything about it. Yeah. Uh, you can't go back and say, look at it from our standpoint today, uh, according to how things were then. It was just a different, completely yeah. different world. 
and different people, different standards. Yeah. We've so, run out of time. We have. It well, goes by too fast, doesn't it? It yes, seems it, like we're just getting started. Yes. Now, folks, I want you to remember, everybody, mm -hmm. I'll be back here on the 19th. Mm -hmm. We'll have Mrs. Porter here, who is uh, in charge of the Tennessee Beekeepers Association meeting mm -hmm. that will be going on. And I think this is going to be a really exciting and informative, informative meeting that we have, uh, program that we have that day. Yeah, and I can't wait to see how they're going to handle the uh, auto <laughs> traffic. Yeah. So that's going to that's gonna be something else yeah. over there. Well, maybe she hadn't thought of that about that yet, but we'll find out. Oh, I hope she does. All right, guys, we will see you in the morning at 9 o'clock. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.